Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Why doesn't this happen to me? That's all I ask. Or to you, for that matter. Maybe it did happen to you. So, yesterday, along I-71 in the great state of Ohio, uh, I-71 in South Lebanon and State Road 48, and you know right where that is if you... (laughs) It's right there. Uh, there was a chaotic scene on the interstate because a backpack full of money hit the highway and there were bills flying all over the interstate and traffic came to a halt. People were stopping their cars and grabbing as much money as they could. Yes. And why doesn't that happen to me? I, that's my whole point about feeling bad when you drive by like a piece of luggage or a backpack on the roadway. I have to stop and see what's in it have to because it could be a bag full of money it could be it never is for me but it could be so uh, they don't know where the money came from they claim that they don't know if it's we don't know if it's counterfeit or not okay well here let me bring it in and show it to you can you tell me if this money i took from the interstate is counterfeit no i'm just gonna go ahead and use it okay and don't forget this was just out of a backpack so it's just meth money I mean, I mean, we don't know where it's from. And uh, so nobody's going to claim it. It's yours. Take it. That's not like taking money from, uh, you know, when a, when an armored truck drops cash on the interstate. Then, you know, you got to do the, you have to do the chewing the fat plan with that. Don't ever forget that. If you're driving along and you psychically will that armored truck that's in front of you to open the back door and throw out some money on the interstate and you stop and get it. Take as much as you can. It's all going to be filmed. They have they have cameras out there everywhere. It's all going to be filmed. And they're going to see you pick up the money from the armored truck. Okay? This is what you do. All right? Take as much as you can. And immediately go to the police station. And walk in with, I don't know, a quarter of what you took. Maybe maybe not even that much. You, just, you do walk in with some. And you say, hey, I was just out there at 71 and 48 where the armored truck spilled over and all the cash was blowing everywhere. Yeah. And I got excited and I stopped and I picked up a bunch of money and then I felt bad. So I just want to come here. My name is Jeff Fisher. I'm turning in this money. This is what I found. That's what I took. I'm sorry. I got carried away. And you walk out and you take the rest of your money home and put it in a shoebox and don't use it for a little while. And when you do use it, you just buy groceries, you know, shoes for the kids, stuff like that. You don't want to, you don't need to necessarily put that in the old bank account for extra money. <laughs> so anyway, if you were one of the lucky ones in Ohio that got backpack money from the meth dealer that lost his backpack, uh, let me know. Email me at chewingthefatattheblaze.com because I want to talk to you. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. You've heard the old phrase, men are better at directions, right? And, no, I know directions well. I mean, are we all, we've all gotten worse at directions thanks to GPS. Uh, that's, we were the, the dumbing down of travel, really, because you don't have to think about where things are. You just follow the GPS. You plug in the address. Turn right three quarters of a mile. Exit 34B. Exit 34B. Rerouting. 
uh, there's a traffic slow up on this exit. Go to the next one. I mean, we've all just become dumber because of it as far as getting around. Kind of has made it more convenient and nicer, but, you know, the directions, especially in these larger metroplexes like DFW, there's plenty of times I'm like, I, I've been here before, but I'm just going to put the GPS on. Just tell me how to get there because there's 18,000 overpasses. Some are eight or 10 miles high. Others are like just a quarter of a mile high. It's just amazing. The, some of the uh, some of the interchanges here at the, the metroplex. Anyway, so this new study, a Norwegian SciTech News reported study. Uh, men have the best sense of direction gender and directional sense it's been well established it's been well established that men perform better than women when it comes to specific spatial tasks but how much of that is linked to sex hormones versus cultural conditioning and other factors? Researchers at the Norwegian U- University of Science and Technology, the old NTNU, love them, decided to explore this idea by administering testosterone to women and testing how they performed in wayfinding tasks in a virtual environment. So they gave these women <laughs> testosterone. They said, hey, can you find the kitchen knives? No, let's stop it. They wouldn't do that. But uh, they took several shortcuts, oriented themselves, and it seemed to work. So when women got the drop of testosterone out of their tongue, several of them were able to orient themselves better in the four cardinal directions. So it's now been proven, thanks to uh, the Norwegian study from the old NTNU, that yes, men have the best sense of direction. Sorry. Do you see where the Tampa, Florida police chief? Uh, I love the Tampa, Florida police chief. Now, she's been the police chief since February, I think. Uh, Mary O'Connor. Now, I didn't know this, but I thought that you had to, I, I I assumed, and this is what happens, you know what happens when you assume, Jeff? I do. Uh, that you, if you were the Tampa city police chief, that you would live in the city limits of Tampa. Nope. And I know it's Tampa Bay. And I know, like even here in DFW, does the police chief of Dallas or Fort Worth, they have to live in the city limits of those cities? I mean, I know that probably not because it sounds like common sense. So I don't know the answer to that question. But we know that the police chief of Tampa doesn't live in the city limits of Tampa proper because she was just pulled over (laughs) outside her neighborhood with hubby in a golf cart. All right. And the reason she's pulled over by a Pinellas County Sheriff's deputy who that's not uh, Tampa is in Hillsborough County. Okay. uh, For the greater Tampa Bay area. And she lives in East Lake Woodlands in one of the gated communities in East Lake Woodlands, which is, you know, it's a nice neighborhood. There's plenty of just as nice neighborhoods in South Tampa. I don't know why she doesn't live in Tampa anyway, but they have the golf carts and of course they never, they never take their golf cart outside of the neighborhood except this one time. There's one time that this deputy caught him. It was just the one time place that the gate was closed and we had to get some food and this is what we just never do. And the deputy pulls him over and then uh, they realize uh, she says, uh, hey, uh, 
She pulls out her badge. I'm uh, on the police, chief. <laughs> and he wants he wants to get out of there so bad. He wants to be gone. She shakes his hand. She well, you know what? Let's just play it because she shakes his hand. Here he goes. They're coming up to the golf cart. Evening. Hey, Good. I'm Deputy Chicago Sheriff's Office. Stopped you because you driving tag or uh, unregistered vehicle with no tag on it. Yeah, your golf oh, cart. Boy. No yeah, tags. We, were, we went to the club. It was closed, so we went yeah, over just and this... picked up some. Is your camera on? It is. It is. Yes. Yes, I'm ma'am. I'm the police chief in Tampa. Oh, how oh. are you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah. Okay. I'm hoping that you'll just let us go tonight. Oh, yeah, here's okay. my badge. Yeah, so, yeah. Here's my badge. Yeah, just say so, uh, you look familiar, so. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure I do. Okay. Uh, so, are you, Mary? Are you? All right, folks. Well, uh, have a good night. Okay, I'm out. Staying over here in East Lake Woodlands? Yeah, we live in East Lake Woodlands. Yes. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. Well, it's nice to meet you. Even the deputy. So, I'm Deputy Jacoby. Okay. Same here, my friend. All right. Okay, yeah, thank you. Sorry to bother you. All right, no worries. Yeah, yeah. No, no so I'm just doing my job, you know. The golf carting around here. You know, everybody yeah, no, we don't normally come out. We, we don't. Never. 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 the Greek place to get some food. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, I'm out. I got. I want nothing to do with this, man. All right. All right. Oh, hey, officer, here's my card. Okay. It's called me. Annie, seriously. Anytime. Thank you for your service. Thank yeah, you yeah, you service. already said that. Thank Take you. Care. All right. Yeah, okay, I'm out. That's it. He's out of there. He wants to get out of there as quickly as possible. Okay, so a couple things. Now, she's not, she doesn't seem to be inebriated in any way. So they they are just a, you know, husband and wife, and they ran up to the, up to the food store, the Chinese place around the corner. They never did it before, ever. That's what they said. The, the gate was closed. We went up to the gate. It was closed. And we, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? We're going to go home and get the car and go get food? No. We're in our golf cart, and I'm the police chief. I can do what I want. So we're going to go to the store. Now, she gives him his card, and, you know, if you need something, anything, thank you for your service, anything you need. Now, the Pinellas County deputies, I'm sure, I don't know this for a fact, but I bet you they make more money than the Tampa Police Department. Um, there are plenty of uh, officers in the city police department looking to become deputies because they make more money in the sheriff and in Pinellas and Hillsborough County. But that may have changed in today's world. I don't know that. I would also like to just say that uh, in the future, if I was in charge, if we were in Jeff Fisher's world, if you're a police chief in a city, any city in America, how about you live in that city? What do you say? I mean, she's been the police chief in Tampa since February. It's enough time to move. I don't know. There's probably a house on the market. I don't know. I mean, you could probably find a place to stay in Tampa. But I'm not in charge, so thank you for your service. <laughs> okay. I thought you looked familiar. Let me get out of here, okay? I want nothing to do with this case. <laughs> <laughs> so man isn't it it's just it's just that darn luck the only time that we took our golf cart out of the neighborhood without any plates or anything the only time that's when he pulled us over Whew. go figure <laughs> did you see did you see the beauty pageant contestant that uh was on stage they were they filming it all in Mexico. She was looking to become Miss Sawaya. Yeah, and uh, that's she wanted to become Miss 
2022. And uh, she was on stage. She comes up. And she's in her little feather thing. And, you know, it's a beauty pageant. And we're looking all hot. And uh, she comes up. And so she grabs the microphone. And the microphone electrocutes her. <laughs> I'm laughing because she didn't die, okay? But <laughs> she couldn't let go. And it wasn't grounded. And she's at trying to get her out keeps knocking her out she's making it back and finally she falls down on the stage and she finally ah and her hands finally let go of the wire on the stage <laughs> so they pick her up and they carry her I mean she's in the middle of her beauty pageant you know world trying to look good and she's on stage shaking around grabbing and if you didn't know that she was being electrocuted like what is going on is she having a seizure what's happening so after a brief pause and we hauled her off stage and she had you know some burns on her hands she came back out on stage oh yes yay andrea victor is still going to participate in Miss Sawaya. And uh, so she came back out and uh, I, I watched the video and this is going to come as a surprise. I don't understand a lot of what's being said. Now they claim that the commentator was heard saying she's getting electrocuted. She's getting electrocuted. That did not sound like what he was saying. Uh, but Okay. If you're telling me that's what he was saying, fine. No problem. That's what she was saying. Now, the audience gave her a gave her a big round of applause. She later joked, I came back recharged. <laughs> oh, that is funny, Andre. I mean it. That's funny. And they did, she didn't win. She did not win. I know. You'd think that at least they'd give her a pity win. Like, yay, the girl that got electrocuted, she's now Miss Sawaya. 2022. But no, she didn't win. However, they came up with a pity award because because she was electrocuted during the Miss Sawaya. 2022. Uh, they came up with, they presented her with a Miss Sympathy Award. I would have thrown that award right back in their face. Oh, it's your pity award. I got electrocuted on this stupid stage, and I get nothing but a pity award? Oh, I've been so mad. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. I see Metallica has uh, just announced a new album. They released a new song. They're going on a new world tour here soon. I think I think they perform in Los Angeles this month, December 16th, at the All Within My Hands Helping Hands concert and auction at the Microsoft Theater. That'd be great. Uh, man, there's nothing I enjoy more than the All Within My Hands Helping Hands concert. I'm sure it'll be great. But then they go back on a big world tour in April. For those of you that love um, Metallica, they go, they're going to be in Amsterdam uh, in April. And this, this, this tour is, they're doing two shows uh, at the same place on this tour. So you get two shows, and they claim that every show is going to be different. So no show will be exactly the same. 
so you know it'll be fun to see them i know they're coming to they're going to travel they go to they start off in europe and then they come back to the states obviously they're going to be you know in east rutherford new jersey there's a couple new york new york shows and then montreal and then they come here to dallas and la and then phoenix and back to the middle of the country st louis and detroit and then back to europe again <laughs> uh and then they come back to the states again uh, they're gonna be all up man it, didn't he just didn't what's his face for metallica their lead singer didn't the wife just leave him she got pissed because he wanted he met he moved from california to colorado and she wanted to be in california she wanted nothing to do with colorado so she left him i don't know if he started drinking again or whatever but she left him and now uh we're just gonna release new songs we're gonna travel the world you leave me fine f you i'm taking i'm going on a world tour <laughs> pretty sweet so this is the time of year that uh you know we find out who your top playlist were spotify apple they all send you, you know, their, you know your favorite songs who you listen to and i appreciate all of you that have been sending me they're your screenshots of chewing the fat being your top listen to podcast on spotify or um, um pocket casts or wherever you listen to your podcast uh i appreciate it thank you very much i i see where um justin bieber and kid Lari. what's his name kid Lari? l-a-r-o-i i love him kid Lari. That's what I said, Kid Leroy, Lari, same thing. And uh, <laughs> he's tops Apple Music's 2022 year-end global top 100 songs. Really? Okay, congratulations to Kid Leroy. I got it. Stop it. Don't look at me like that. Shut up. So I see. I want to see what the other great songs were on uh, apple music let's see here top 100 global then they have top fitness Ugh, i mean let's just break it down into every little thing just to try to be the leader of something but apple's in big trouble uh, well not big trouble but i see where they're being overshadowed by spotify so um apple launched their updated version of replay its own version of spotify's wrapped to show users their top artists, songs, genres of the year. But if you're on social media, you didn't even know it because everyone was sharing images of InstaFest, which is an app that creates a personalized music festival drawn from your listening habits on Spotify. And it, I did see a bunch of InstaFest posts. So Apple, eh, a little slow on the gun there. Uh, pulling the trigger a little bit, a little bit too slow. All right, did we get to, did it open up yet for, yeah, okay, that was the global, uh, Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber, Stay, uh, was number one, and then Harry Styles, Future, Kodiak Black, Adele, Glass Animals, Elton John, Undua Lipa, yeah, uh, Jack Harlow, Bad Bunny, Gail, Ed Sheeran, Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny, all over the place, Ed Sheeran, uh, The Weeknd gets in there, anyway, those are some of your top songs on the 2022 global apple music list congratulations to each and every one of you so germany has this program called politics mentoring program and i bet you that it probably won't exist any longer 
the politics mentoring program. Although it might, you never know. They might keep it going because their one MP, uh, Hagen Reinhold, uh, just ditched the wife of 16 years uh, and mother of his teenage daughter for a porn star. I'm sorry, a former porn star. Uh, Anna Yukatis. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I uh, apparently the former porn star uh, was part of this politics mentoring program. And uh, he was like, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm leaving the wife and uh, we're going to go ahead and I'm going to be with her now. <laughs> Take care. Man, do I love this politics mentoring program because I don't know who's mentoring who, but uh, I'm in and you're out. Okay, have a nice day. So I guess she was married to some real estate millionaire. I don't know how much money she's made in the adult film industry. I don't know how much money the old MP has or will have left. Uh, thanks when you, you know, you have the wife and the kid to worry about because I was let you know, and I, this is just, I don't know this for a fact, but it usually happens that the husband or former husband has to pay quite a lot of money to the woman and the children. <laughs> usually the way it works especially if it's out in the open like that (laughs) oh you're a politician yeah i'm going with the porn star you're out take care yeah (laughs) Yeah, have you seen that look at that look at what she's got and look at you after you had my kid and everything oh man i'm done with you oh man he'll pay big time for that forever forever now and then i see a story about a couple where the wife is all wound up because her husband has a thing called sexomnia he has sex with me while he sleeps uh you're welcome i'm not sure okay uh the woman said her husband does embarrassing sexual secret and no it's not outlandishly kinky well no He's sleeping, and you're there. We're taking care of a little business right now. We've got this, some little sleep business. <laughs> I love that we have a name for it, though. Sexomnia. I'm a fan. So any time that, and I, no, I don't better not go down that road. I'm going to censor myself. I'm chewing the fat. Jeff Fisher, I'm embarrassed that I'm censoring myself now, because if I go down that road, that's a, that's a road that's going to be take me down another few other offshoots and probably won't be pretty so let's just say that uh whether i don't know if it's i'm guessing that it's probably being men are the people who suffer the most of from sexomnia i have a feeling that there aren't a lot of women suffering from sexomnia however i'm not opposed to it if my if my wife were to um suffer from a horrible horrible sexomnia what are you gonna do wake her up no (laughs) so if you or someone you love suffers from sexomnia email me chewing the fat at the blaze.com 
and tell me how you get through it and if you're okay i know it's i know it's because of you know some sort of disorder i get it and uh you know i guess some people that suffer from sexomnia also suffer from sleepwalking also apparently some sex on sexomaniacs sexomniacs uh may also take care of their own business while they sleep if you or someone you love suffer from sexomnia (laughs) i will have a i will have an advertising campaign written next week for sexomnia and the sufferers of sexomnia Uh, if you and it will begin with if you or someone you love suffer from sexomnia and let's see if we can get a class action lawsuit going and uh make some money off of this bad (laughs) you can't be mad can you Uh, there's no way you can't be you just can't be you just can't be if you're a couple I, i no i'm too tired that should never there should never be a i'm too tired i know there is i know there is okay i get it don't look at me like that but there really should never be there really should never be no i'm too tired because i i can remember having conversations with women in my life and this is going to come as a surprise to you that even if you have a headache and you have that no i have a headache it really should be yes I mean, that's for years I did the joke about no means yes. Then, you know, the whole Me Too world happened. And that's not funny anymore. <laughs> no means yes. It really doesn't anymore. But it kind of does if you're married. No, it doesn't, Jeff. Okay. Okay. I, I, I'm done. You know what? We're moving on. Just know that if you or someone you love suffers from sexomnia, be sure to email chewingthefat at theblaze.com. So before we get to who died today, uh, we do have to get to uh, who almost died today. Who almost died today? Drew Brees. Uh, former NFL quarterback, uh, probably Hall of Fame quarterback for the New Orleans Saints, uh, has, still holds you know a bunch of records in the NFL. So he's down in Venezuela, agonizing in and of itself. That alone, that alone is just unbelievable to me, because uh, I hear Venezuela is beautiful this time of year. Hey, we uh, we allow we're allowed the oil to get drilled for us down there now. I guess we're all's well. All's well in Venezuela. It's okay. Come down, shoot commercials, no problem. And Venezuela's one of the big lightning capitals on the world, right? They've got that one, uh, oh, that one place that has all those, uh, the, it, it's an atmospheric phenomenon and uh, shoots all this lightning. And then there's India and then Florida. Florida used to be, parts of Florida used to be number one. Then this place in India shoots up and I think uh, Venezuela fights for that number one record holder of lightning so anyway he's down in venezuela trying to he's shooting some commercial for lightning or for points bet right okay so he's shooting 
points bet. They're doing a commercial about lightning bets for point bets, and which allows the wager on immediate outcomes, such as, I mean, uh, FanDuel's been doing it also as well, where you can bet on stuff that's happening right now. Uh, and never gamble more than you can afford to lose. Okay, never. I just want to clear that up. All right. But uh, if points bet would like to, you know, invest in chewing the fat, I'm here for you. <laughs> I, I don't necessarily want to go to Venezuela, but, you know, for the right amount of money. And you know Drew Brees. My gosh, he's retired now. And uh, he's had just a, this is this is like the first football season that he's had without having football to get away from the wife. Holy cow, no wonder he's down in Venezuela. He's like, I got to go. Uh, they want me to shoot in Venezuela. Yeah, honey, I love you. But, uh, whew, I got to go shoot this. Can't they just put some CGI lightning behind you for you to do these commercials, honey? No. No, no, no. We got to do it live down in uh, down in Venezuela. Okay. Talk to you later. So, they're shooting, and it looks like he gets uh, lightning strikes him. It's pretty amazing. Uh, pretty amazing footage. And I think... I think you can kind of tell when you listen to the they've got their they've got footage of the okay so he's shooting he's behind the camera and now the camera the phone guy that's recording the other people oh hey and drew Brees just had lightning go up his butt and make sure you bet with points bet <laughs> that's awesome okay so now let's move on to real sad stuff who died today who died today well first and foremost uh actor uh no not an actor what am i saying he's a baseball player why why am i thinking i think the other person in my who died today segment is an actor okay i know hold on you can you be able to dry your eyes for both of them all right but the first person is hall of fame two-time Cy Young Award winner, Gaylord Perry, master of the spitball. He wrote a book about using the pitch. He's dead at 84 years of old. Perry died at his home in, uh, where was he living? In Gaffney? I guess that's in Georgia. Well, it makes sense that he would be Georgia, I guess. Uh, natural causes. They did not uh, They did not provide additional details. Uh-huh. So don't look at me like that. It's natural causes. That's what they said. They did not provide additional details. So don't look at me like, oh, it's the vaccine. You don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Just stop it. So Gaylord Perry. Baseball Hall of Famer. Dead of natural causes at the age of 84. Green Book actor. Frank Vallelongo Jr. Dead. At the age of, how old is he? 60. He's at 60. Now, what's fascinating about this is that uh, he dies. His friend gets caught on camera pulling down a street in New York City, coming out and dragging him out of the car and throwing him in the street and then driving away. <laughs> so I mean, they just discovered his body was that a body uh leaning outside the sheet metal manufacturing factory there in the bronx yeah uh some guy just came by and threw him out of the car 
<laughs> wow. Okay. So they and then they end up catching the guy that threw him out of the car. All right. And so he was, I guess, some kind of friend. Now they believe that he didn't kill. It had nothing to do with the death of Frank. They charged him, of course. He gets eight charges. Are you kidding me? Wait a second. He gets eight charges, including conceal oh, eight different separate charges, including concealment of a human corpse and possession of a stolen vehicle. So he steals the car. What an idiot! These people, man. I don't understand. So anyway, we don't know what how Frank died. Uh, we're guessing it was a drug overdose. That's what uh, you know. Evidence suggests that it was a drug overdose now you remember frank uh was in the green book if you know where it was it was his dad actually that did the tour uh in the green book uh and he played in the sopranos you would know him if you saw him if you look at the picture his dad was in the sopranos frank was in the sopranos junior anyway you'd you'd know his dad was the one who was the bodyguard that went on tour in the 60s with uh pianist don shirley you remember the book green book no i remember so anyway uh frank ods his buddy says you got to get him out of here man we don't want to know we don't want people to know where he died and so i guess he steals a car drives him to the bronx throws tosses him out of the car and drives away wow <sighs> frank Velalongo jr dead at the age of 60 Oh, wow. And I see where Uvalde survivors file a class action lawsuit seeking $27 billion from law enforcement, school district, and others. Wow. Uh, If you watch that CNN piece, CNN did that. uh, I I don't know that it was a documentary, but it sure felt like a documentary on Uvalde. And it gave you the entire timeline of what they were doing and the the interim police chief, what happened there, uh, how the the inaction of these officers at Uvalde. These families absolutely deserve every freaking dime. I know we don't want to shut down the city of Uvalde and, you know, make it a ghost town. But if that's what it takes for these people and these children who survived, the the ones who survived this, I hope each one of them gets $27 billion. I mean, I'm sorry, but it's holy cow. I mean, they deserve it. Now they're going to get $27 billion. Now the attorney's going to make a fortune before you get the money with these class action lawsuits. Yes. So give them $27 billion. So, you know, if you've ever been involved in a class action lawsuit and you won, here's you got $1.29. <laughs> Aren't you happy to be part of our class action? No. No, the case settled for $25 million. I know, but you got $1.40. <laughs> so every dime that these families, I, I'm not talking about relatives. I'm talking about mothers and fathers and the children, the, the survivors. They all deserve as every single freaking dime that they can get. All right, that's enough. I'll, I'll stop now. No, I won't. I mean, it's embarrassing the way that it's embarrassing. 
would you expect these people to take care of our children, their children, and you watch what actually happened? I mean, everyone is, and I say everyone, they waited so long to do do something. It's unconscionable. Unconscionable. Ah. I mean, we have kids calling their parents and calling 911 saying, he's going to kill me. The, the one girl survived laying in her friend's blood under a body. She should get $27 billion on her own. It's just, all right, I'm done. I, I want If they have to bulldoze Uvalde for these kids to get $27 billion, darn it. Man, are we going to miss Uvalde. So if you're listening live, today is the 2nd of December, 2022, big football weekend this weekend, uh, starting with the World Cup as we play the Netherlands or Holland or the Dutch or whatever the hell they call themselves. We darn well better win. I'll tell you that. The USA men's team better freaking win. We're in the 16. You win and you're in. If you lose, you're out. You're hopping on a plane, so they better freaking win. And I don't necessarily like the way they play. Uh, they play not to lose. And they better, in the 16, better freaking play to win and playing not to lose. Playing not to lose, I feel like you end up losing. So let's play to win, shall we? And then we have big-time college football this weekend. Uh, you know, we have uh, all kinds of uh, conference championship games going on. And I see where college football has officially announced now they were waiting on the Rose Bowl. I don't know. The Rose Bowl was waiting for, I don't know, an extra 10 bucks or something. I don't know why they were taking so long to sign the contract. But uh, they, college football now will officially expand to a 12-team playoff in 2024. Awesome. Let's rock and roll on that. I'm all for that. Um the uh during the 2021 2022 season the current 14 playoff format okay so during this year all right the current 14 playoff format generated 74 million apiece for the power five conferences acc big 10 big 12 pac 12 sec 95 million dollars split among the group of five conferences aac conference usa mac uh, Midwest and SBC. Some projections, and this is obviously just projections, estimate a 12-team format could generate $2 billion while increasing the competition. I mean, there, it has to be done. It should have been done a long time ago. I don't know what, I don't know why the old school was so against that. Oh, we all lose the bowl games. The bowl games become your playoff games. I don't understand why that was so difficult to figure out. They're sitting over here at the Gaylord in Grapevine, sucking on cigars and drinking Jack Daniels. I just figured it out. It's not that hard. And invite me because I'd rather, you know, I'd like to sit there and have a cigar and a Jack with you there at the Gaylord. I'm I'm okay with that. (laughs) I'm I'm okay with that. Uh, 
Really? I, really, I, I am. Hey, don't forget, uh, if you order something from our shop.blazemedia.com website, uh, you can get whatever you want. I don't care if you want some of that stupid Chad Prather crap or Stu's crap or you know, Pat's crap, whatever. Who's ever hawking their stuff on shop.blazemedia.com website? But if you're going to save uh, save some money, use the promo code Jeffy20, okay? J-E-F-F-Y 20. Uh, and there's got this, I want to be the holder of the, uh, the 2022 merch war trophy. Okay. I want to have that trophy and I'll share it with you. The chewing of that listeners. I know I won't. It'll be, it'll be us winning it. I mean, it'll really be just me, but it'll be us winning it because you bought merchandise and that's, that's what I want. Okay, want that. Another reason not to go on a cruise. A couple of quick stories here before we get out of here. Uh, a couple of uh, reasons more not to go on a cruise line. So this, they claim that this monster wave hits this cruise ship, killing a passenger, injuring four others. I should have put this in who died today. I mean, the cruise ship, people are just dropping like left and right because of monster waves so this antarctic liner uh suffers smashed windows as it sails towards argentina there's a picture of it's got smashed windows on the side and i guess these waves just show up we're just out for a cruise and hey look what is that off in the way i don't know what do you think it is fred i don't know let's turn sideways because it could be a, a monster wave and we'll just bash into people now these rogue waves are (laughs) extreme storm waves that surge out of nowhere often in an unpredictable direction Uh, you can look like a steep wall of water up to twice the size of surrounding waves okay so if the surrounding waves are three to four feet i don't know how big these waves were that day three to four feet so twice the size of three to four feet that's like an eight foot wave a giant eight foot wave is smashing into a a cruise ship and it can't stand it it can't handle it come on now come on now i mean we've all seen the poseidon adventure all right we know we've seen the documentary we know what happens all right and by the way i will say the best drowning death scene in a movie kurt russell poseidon adventure uh the newest one not the original but the the latest one awesome he who died today i mean whatever his name was in the stupid movie uh awesome kurt russell awesome death as a drowning victim in poseidon adventure i I mean you believe i could well up almost thinking about it right now that's how bad it was when he died because you knew it was just at the point where he wasn't going to make it he was underwater for too long and he was trying and he, he knew what he was rescuing and he just couldn't make it who died today kurt russell in poseidon adventure whenever that movie came out a long time ago drowning his character not him (laughs) i was just reminded of that scene awesome scene so as you're going through the weekend and you say to yourself man i kind of had a bad day i don't feel right it's you know i don't feel good i just really had a bad day just know that your day probably isn't as bad as the St. Petersburg woman who was uh, wandering around with a hatchet in her head. All right. 
So, according to uh, Pinellas County Sheriff's deputy, I don't know if it was the same one that pulled over the Tampa police chief, uh, said that the 56-year-old woman with a hatchet protruding from her head was in a fight with her boyfriend at the trailer park there at Silver Lake Mobile Home Park, which, by the way, I might add, is not East Lake Woodlands. (laughs) Uh, Far cry from that. Uh, detective said the suspect uh, was this Michael Doherty, who they later arrested in Gainesville. He tried to get the hell out of there after he put the hatchet in her head. And uh, so he was booked. And they got there was a little dispute at the trailer park. And she ended up with the hatchet in her head. I guess she's doing fine now. She's in the hospital. They say she's in stable condition. I'm guessing they've removed the hatchet. It didn't say that in the story. I'm guessing that she doesn't have the hatchet in her head anymore. I mean, it'd be a tough time finding a hat to fit, but be a good look, though. <laughs> is that is that for real? Yeah. Don't worry about it. That's just Aunt. Do they tell me her name in here? No, of course not. Why would you tell the lady's name that had a hatchet in her head? Uh, Aunt from Florida. And we just call her old hatchet head. <laughs> I'm glad she's okay, though. Not joking about having a hatchet put in your head. Stop it. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.